0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Maddie's Sound Explorers. Each episode, we ask a question about the world and explore the answer through sound and music we've made out of the sounds of science. Every show, we're going to bring you a new piece of music made from the sounds we discover and a little help from our brilliant guests. Try to find interesting sounds as you listen along. Which sounds would you put in a song? You've probably ridden in a car or taken a bus. Do you know what cars were like in the past or what they'll be like in the future? Where we're going, we definitely need roads. What a lot of noise. It's a busy day outside my window. Lots of deliveries and people driving their cars. I bet they have important journeys to make. We have an important journey to make today too because we've had a question from one of our sound explorers. How do car engines work? A car engine is a machine that uses lots of parts to help the car move. It's also the part in some cars that makes lots of noise and... The smell and the harmful gases that pump into the air. Why do some cars make all that noise? Have they always been like that? And what will they be like in the future? I think I should speak to someone who knows all about history and can
1: tell us about the technology that people are using now. I'm Alice Bell. I um, co run a climate charity called Possible. So, Alice, how do car engines work? To make a car work, um, it's a bit like when you're on a bicycle and your legs go up and down. And that means that the bicycle wheels go round and round. So any train or car or truck kind of needs to do the same thing. It needs to get something to go up and down so that it can make something go round and round. And cars have what gets called an internal combustion engine, which just means that they make little explosions internally. So um, inside uh, a kind of petrol-based car, so not an electric car, that, that will have a little, little explosions uh, using the, the petrol to, to move a piston up and down. You want to get an up and down movement to be able to get this round and round movement. So in an internal combustion engine, fuel, like petrol,
0: is burned. This makes tiny explosions inside the engine. Those explosions push pistons, which are small metal rods... And this makes them move up and down, up and down, up and down. The pistons are connected to gears that help turn the up and down movement of the pistons into the round and round movement of the wheels. But this idea wasn't
1: invented for cars. The first... uh... Trains that use fossil fuels use coal, and they had steam engines. You know, like those big, you know, like the Harry Potter train with the, the steam coming up from it. They'd burn coal in an engine on board, and the steam from the from the coal would uh, move a piston up and down, and that would move the train wheels round and round. Both
0: coal and petrol are types of fossil fuels. Fossil fuels are made up of the remains of ancient animals and plants that have developed over millions of years deep below the ground coal is made from the remains of dead trees and plants that could have been around when the dinosaurs roamed the planet. Oil, like petrol, is made from the ancient remains of plants and animals that once lived in the ocean. Powering our vehicles with the remains of ancient animals might sound cool, but burning fossil fuels creates greenhouse gases and these build up in our atmosphere, trapping heat which leads to global warming and climate change. Anyway, back to the internal combustion engine. How interesting that pistons existed in trains long before we started using them in cars. So how did they end up in cars? And what were the first cars like? I think it's time to do some sound exploring in the past. Here we are over a hundred years ago. My street looks really different. Some of the buildings are the same. It sounds really different. There are
1: lots of sounds around here we might use later. It just would have been a lot less noisy anyway. Um, The first cars of all kinds would probably have been not very efficient. So they would have, instead of using their energy to move, they would have had lots of noises coming out of them where the energy was being used to make noises they would have had kind of gurgles and cranks and strange mechanical moving
0: That's right, there aren't very many cars around but the ones that are here are
1: really noisy There are so many interesting sounds here There would have been horses uh, and all sorts of other muscle-powered energy uh, causing a lot of uh, noise and smells Um because although we have the air pollution problem of a petrol engine, um, a horse has its own way of, uh, well, something else comes out the backside of a horse rather than air pollution. Oh, oh dear, we better not step in that. What did the Victorians use as fuel to make their cars move? The first cars used steam power, so they were like little mini trains and they'd be going around the cities. But the problem with that was that um, they created all this steam and it would steam up the windows of the person in the car behind you, which was obviously quite dangerous. One of the important things
0: about cars is you need to see where you're going, which you can't do with a fogged up windscreen. When did we start using petrol, a type
1: of oil, to run our cars? We were mainly using oil for lighting. It was before we had electrical lighting really and people would have lamps and they used to use whale oil so everything smelt really fishy in their houses and in their factories and in the streets.
0: Whale oil! That must have smelt horrible. oh think of those poor whales.
1: Whatever next? Powering airplanes with bat droppings. But the first first cars, uh, some of them were electric and had a battery that you you'd probably burn coal to make that electricity and they'd have to change the batteries quite often. Batteries are things which store electricity.
0: You've probably seen them in your remote controls, some toys, even mobile phones have them. They're basically storage units packed with chemicals. You can put electricity into them and they'll store it so you can use it later. Electric
1: cars use batteries today. But back in the past, there were even more ways you could make your car run. Some also had uh, alcohol, so it was a different way of making your fuel instead of petrol. If you lived in the countryside near farms and you grew lots of plants, you could use those plants to make kind of plant-based fuel like alcohol and that would burn in your engine. So you could go and fill up your car at a farm instead of a petrol station.
0: But if you were in the city, the shops would sell oil used for lighting your lamps and that's also what you would put into your car. After a while petrol cars became the most common kind of car. And as we know, burning petrol creates
1: greenhouse gases, and those are pretty harmful for our planet. For many decades, those were really just the only kind of cars that you'd have. The same with trains, really, as well.
0: I've really enjoyed visiting the past and hearing these old cars, but I'm not enjoying the smell of burning fish and horse manure. I want to know what our streets will sound like in the future. Should we go there? It's a lot quieter than the present and it smells different too.
1: A bit fresher. I can see a lot of people on bikes. I think we'll do a lot more moving around using our own bodies by foot or by bicycle. We're already seeing people choosing that because they want to get some exercise and they enjoy it as well. Um, We'll see more public transport as well. But this isn't going to work for everybody. Some people do need cars. They need them for mobility reasons just to get about. Maybe they're disabled. So some people will always need cars, but maybe they don't need to own a car. If you live somewhere where you want to have a car sometimes, but not that often, instead of having your own car, you will just share a car with lots of other people in your community and you'll just... um, uh, and some of them will also be self-driving, so you might find that your car arrives and picks you up and drives you around rather than you having to drive it.
0: I wondered why that car seemed to be following me. No, I don't need a lift. No, thank you, though. Bye! Was it humming at me?
1: With more electric vehicles, you won't have so much of a roar of the engine, so we sometimes put noises into into electric buses and electric cars so that we can hear them coming.
0: Electric cars are becoming more popular because cars that burn fossil fuels produce a lot of greenhouse gases. Electric cars don't burn anything in their engines because they're powered by,
1: you guessed it, electricity. And there are lots of ways we can make electricity. If you're lucky enough to have a home that's got lots of solar panels on the roof and you're charging your electric car in that, then that would be used, that would be Making electricity using solar power, which is a slightly more modern way of doing it. It's technology that was developed by uh, NASA mainly for, to have energy in space, because you can't burn coal in space in your satellites.
0: Nowadays, we don't always need to burn fossil fuels anymore. Instead, we can use different types of energy that won't run out and don't produce greenhouse gases. We call this renewable energy. You may have seen a wind turbine high up on a windy hill and watched the wind push the enormous blades round and round. Once you've made that electricity, you can store it in a battery. And a battery will power an electric car. I have been having a lovely time here in the future. I wonder what the music of the street sounds like here. Let's take a little bit of the past, a hopeful spoonful of future, and a big dollop of the present. You're listening to the sound of original climate friendly material.
1: Use steam power so they were like little mini trains if you lived in the countryside you could use those plants you could go and fill up your car at a farm we'll do a lot more moving around using our own bodies instead of having your own car you will just share a car with lots of other people will also be self-driving. Your car arrives and picks you up. By foot or by bicycle, you won't have so much of a roar of the engine.
0: Renewable energy renewable energy. Coal and oil at all.
1: All all our energy ultimately comes from the sun. Uh, so a solar panel just takes the energy straight from the sun. Um, but a fossil fuel, is sun that has baked down onto Earth millions and millions of years ago. When we talk about fossil fuels as, as evil most of the time, and that's really because of the way we use them, but they are also really incredible. I mean, a bit of coal you know it's used to that used to be insects and plants that are alive before the dinosaurs and they've kind of got squashed into this rock that we can now use uh to set fire to to power our lives well when you put it like that
0: it does seem strange that we just set fire to it anyway i think it's time for me to travel back to the present this episode i've been smelling whale-powered lamps Listen to farm powered cars and stroll down Electric Avenue. Although it's noisy, I am pleased to be back in my front room and I'm feeling excited for the future. Thanks for listening to Maddie's Sound Explorers. Discover new episodes when you subscribe. A big thank you to our expert, Alice Bell, who works at Possible, the climate charity, to Martin Zolt Oswick, who made the time travelling music for this episode and put the whole thing together, and to Matt Hill for making sure we didn't run out of batteries. Thanks to, to Martha for that great question. I'm Maddie Mote. Join me next time for another episode of Maddie Sound Explorers. sound explorers. It's brought to you by Magic Star.